college football has seen its season come and go, but there's still one good BC player. I think a lot of folks that follow the Eagles is rooting for, and he's heading to the AFC championship. You are locked on Boston college, your daily podcast on the Boston college Eagles, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome welcome to Locked On Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, BC in the a- in the NFL playoffs has been a thing that I think a lot of folks have been watching. You saw last night, AJ Dillon's season came to a close along with Isaiah McDuffie. Uh, Matt Milano and the Buffalo Bills are playing at the time of this recording, and uh, Will Harris will be going to the NFC Championship. But for me, there's one player that I think every BC fan right now, unless you're playing them next week, is rooting for. And that is wide receiver Zay Flowers. Now, Flowers and his Baltimore Ravens defeated the Houston Texans, smoked them actually, on Saturday. Uh, pushing the Ravens to the AFC Championship. You know, this is not a big surprise. This is the number one ranked team. This was their first pl- playoff game. And Zay had kind of a quiet game. I think he had like four receptions for like 40 yards. He didn't do a whole lot. But if you haven't checked it out yet, find the, uh, the I'm going to actually share, I'm gonna share it with you if you're watching on the stream right now. He was very visible after the game, uh, so, you know, getting excited for the game, uh, doing his... Uh, I'll show you this dance move that he was doing. It's pretty cool. Um, and it was it was a fun thing to see. You see a guy, there's Zay right there, after the game, you know, he's, pl- remember his whole story, and then that'll help you get past this. Remember, I'm a guy from New England. I, I don't like the Ravens. You know, BC, uh, the, the Patriots and the Ravens have a long history, but I'm rooting for him because I want to see Zay win. This is a kid that came in. We all know his story two-star recruit who had very few offers was ended up committing to uh, BC first year under Steve Adazio. He ends up being a, a jet sweep guy. doesn't really play all that much. Then Jeff Halfley and uh, Frank Signetti jr. And uh, Phil Dracovic find out about this kid and get him into this offense. And man, his last three years were exciting for Boston college, especially his last year. When, Everything was p- pointing that he could have entered the transfer portal. He could have done what all these other guys are doing. You know, you you look at you look at what guys like Caleb Williams and all. I mean, there's multiple guys out there that are all just deciding that you know it's not it's not worth it staying with my team. I'm gonna go get that that bat that bag or go to a team that's a contender. Zay stayed, and what did Zay get for his his troubles? He had a humongous year. First of all but on a terrible, terrible Boston College team that went three and nine. So it didn't really pay off, but he ended up being a first round draft pick. He ends up with the Ravens and just watch him. I mean, even in the, the, uh, the, the uh, playoff game yesterday, he runs some of the best routes in the NFL and he's a rookie. He had, he was going up against, um, 
and I'm totally blanking on his name on uh, the Texans, a really good kid from LSU. Um, and he, he had a couple plays where that uh, the other kid won, but I, I watched him and I was texting Mitch about it. I was like, Oh, Stingley, Derek Stingley. Sorry. Um, but there were some, there was one catch he made where he just completely juked him out of his out of his shoes. Uh, so just to see him play, he's he's already a success. He had over 80 catches as a, as a, uh, yeah, I'm stuck in college football mode as a rookie. He's not going to get rookie of the year. Cause I'm sure CJ Stroud's going to win that, but this was a huge year for this kid. And to see him successful to get to the AFC championship a year after going three and nine, I, and I look back at it. He did not make a single, uh, he made one bowl game his first year. And that was the year where Adazio was fired. Then after that, he stuck around and didn't get to play in a bowl. He never got to have a big moment. Like, yeah, I know it was the Fenway bowl, but like, for goodness sakes, like you saw what the, the, the party was like after that with Castellanos, with the bat and all that stuff. Zay never got a chance to do any of that kind of stuff. So to see him, you know, in this picture right here, going crazy is awesome. He deserves this. This is a guy that carried himself with class at Boston College that did everything the right way, the way that you'd want a BC player to do. And left BC as the best wide receiver to ever suit up at Boston College. As I said, I don't like the Ravens. I want to see them win the Super Bowl. I want to see Zay Flowers on that podium winning a Super Bowl championship trophy. I want to see him catching a touchdown pass from Lamar Jackson next week. This is a cool story for BC fans. And yeah, if you're a Bills fan or a Chiefs fan and they're playing your team, I can get why you don't like it. Or if you're like Mitch and you like the Steelers and you just can't stomach it. But for everyone else and, you're go and your team is gone and you're looking for a team to root for, Rooting for Zay Flowers is probably the best thing that you could do. Now, in a moment, we're going to get into the a little bit of recruiting because I have an update that's going to surprise some folks, and I think you're going to want to hear what I have to say about that. We'll be back in just a moment. Now. The NFL regular season is wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the playoffs are all over FanDuel. Now, if you were watching and you were thinking, okay, maybe next week is going to be the week Zay Flowers gets his first playoff touchdown catch. You can get the odds. You know, get those anytime touchdown odds, go over to FanDuel, get that going. Or you can add in Lamar Jackson, rushing yards, over-unders. You can do the over-unders on the game. They have so many different options. Whatever you feel comfortable going with, you can find it on FanDuel. So head on over to FanDuel right now and make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup with FanDuel the official partner of the NFL. 
Locked on Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. Thank you all for listening to our show. And if you're a first timer listening to this, I want to welcome you. We are the only Boston College podcast that does this five days a week. You're going to get insight analysis. You're going to get all the hard hitting opinions that you want that you won't find anywhere else. So if you listen to the National Signing Day press conference from Jeff Halfley back in December, there was a quote that would stick out in your mind about where the class of 24 is at. He said, and I quote, well, I'm not going to quote it because I don't have it in front of me, but he said, "The class, of, our class is done. We brought in all the freshmen that we're going to bring in. This is it. Basically, words came out of his mouth at, at a, a press conference. Well, they're not done because over the weekend, they made a new offer to a um, class of 24 safety named Omar Thornton out of Florida. Now he plays at a pretty good school. Um, he plays at, um, excuse me, uh, American heritage in plantation, Florida. Um, and if you want to watch a, a fun highlight reel, go check out his, his Twitter. It's definitely worth it. He's a six, one linebacker slash safety and BC is uh, recruiting him as a safety. Um, he's got good size. He was on campus this past weekend for a visit and received his first offer. Now, be careful what you see from other sites about other kids committing. I saw uh, one of our rivals uh, posting that they already they got another class of 24 commitment. Basically, that commitment and any other ones you're seeing are all preferred walk-ons. Those are walk-on kids. They're not, they're not um, scholarship athletes. So be careful. And if you have any questions, you can always text me or tweet me. Or, or if you're an Eagle Insider, you can ask me too. Say, hey, AJ, is this a real offer or is this a PWO? Uh, preferred walk-ons are usually what's going on. But Omar, Omar Thurton is not. So what goes into something like this? Well, I think, as I said, film is a big thing. If you're watching uh, his film, it's very interesting to see how uh, violent and big he is. Oh, he's not big, but he's fast. I think that's probably part of the reason why he's still not offered anywhere else. He has a Jacksonville State offer and uh, I think a few other FCS school offers. But I know the staff is really uh, interested in him. And I also know that they're not um, they're not into uh, they're hoping that his his recruitment doesn't catch fire. Now, I still think I still think he's going to probably commit in the next week. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, the coaching staff, they, they are like film nuts. All, if you're a coach, you know, you're constantly getting film put on your desk from your staff, from your recruiting analysts and things like that. So someone on Jeff Halfley's staff clearly saw this film and said, Hey, you gotta check this guy out. Now, last week I reported that I expected January to be a busy month for visits. And I actually talked to some staff to, to disprove what I said, because they, they, I wanted to ask out, I was asking, like, usually I get a, a recruit, a visitor list. And they're like, no, we're going to keep it quiet for this month. And we're going to go bigger later during the spring ball month. And I guess, you know, as I said, I, I'm not a fan of wasting any visit windows. If you can get kids on campus, that's a good thing. I talked to someone in um, my department at 247 and they were like, AJ, would you want to visit, have kids visiting Boston in the middle of January? 
which valid point. Boston is, is, I mean, you guys are out there right now. What was it, like 10 degrees out? It's disgusting. Why would you want a kid from like Florida or Georgia to come up here and see the school when it's miserable, cold, wet, and icy, right? But then I think too, I, yeah, I get that point of view, but like Rutgers just had a big weekend. Syracuse is having people up. Notre Dame, Notre Dame is in the middle of, 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 of Endor, not Endor, Hoth. I was trying to think of the right Star Wars planet. They're like Hoth during the winter, and they, they're having junior days and all sorts of things. And I know, I know, I know. It's Notre Dame. They're different. But they their their weather is even more disgusting than our weather. So I, I don't know. I'm just – I don't agree with just punting weekends. So it's going to be a quiet couple of weeks. But once uh, fall ball starts up, I think that's when we'll start to hear things. Now, more football news. Elijah Jones is going to be heading to the Senior Bowl. That's kind of cool, right? Um, he is the first one in a couple years. I think Zion Johnson was the last one to go. Uh, but he's going to the Senior Bowl while Christian Mahogany is going to the East-West Shrine Bowl. So Elijah Jones, as you know, mysteriously disappeared off the team at the end of the year. Um, no one's talking about it, so don't ask me for updates because I don't know. No one will tell me. Um, but he was gone, and now he gets a chance to uh, show off. And I saw a pro football focus uh, grading um, piece that had him as one of the top 10 cornerbacks in the country this last year. So he could be in line for a big um, draft spot, right? So you have that. And then you have Mahogany uh, going to East West Shrine Bowl. I love him. Hopefully, you know, he's been in our chats many times. Hopefully he gets to be a uh, second or third round draft pick. Love to see him in the first round, but let's just be realistic, right? Um, and so that was some of the hot, uh, the the football news. I know folks are waiting to hear about the defensive coordinator position. Remember last year when they fired McNulty? It took a while for them to announce who's going to take over what. So I'm not expecting to hear anything. Um, and you may see things slip in, maybe from recruiting news articles that we write or from uh, people changing Twitter bios before they actually announce it. If we catch it, Believe me, we'll talk about it, right? So in a moment, I want to wrap things up. There was a big weekend on uh, on BC's schedule, both on hockey and for basketball. We've got a lot to talk about for that. We're going to wrap things up with that in our final segment. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. Uh, just I uh, see a lot of people in the comment section. It looks like it's the Chiefs versus uh, the Ravens. Big surprise. Patrick Mahomes got some uh, favorable um, penalties called in his, his favor. So uh, good luck to Zay because I really want to see the Ravens beat the Chiefs. But let's talk about this weekend and another disappointing loss for BC basketball. And yes, you lost to the number three slash four team in the country. That's, you know, and you held it close. So it's a moral victory, but I'm so sick of moral victories. I'm so sick of getting close and not winning. That's like what the fourth game that they've played in conference where they've lost, where they could have won. Yeah, I go back to NC State. I go back to Clemson. I go back to Syracuse. And now this. They should have won this game if they played a lick of good offense. UNC spent the better half of this game. Um, they couldn't shoot the ball in the ocean if they tried. 
And BC was like, here, win the game. Here, win the game. While they, you know, you have Claudel Harris now over the last two games. I put this up on the site. Over the last two games, he's two for 25. He's shooting, was that 2%? I don't have the stats in front of me. 3%, something like that. He's killing them. Every time that UNC had the opportunity, like BC would make a stop on defense, and sometimes they had struggled to do that. They would they would take an ill-advised shot. Ill, Ill-advised shot. They were terrible from three-point range. Their offensive scheme was te- was again janky and all over the place, and they blew it. This was UNC was fine. They weren't a great team, but they this was a perfect opportunity for BC to notch a top ten win, and they blew it. They didn't, they, they, you know, Devin McLaughlin fouled out. You had, you know, some, the penalties and don't get me started on Cormac Ryan. Don't get me started on Cormac Ryan. The the flopping, that was Duke-esque flopping out of Cormac Ryan that I don't ever want to see again. I mean, like he, he did that so badly that Grayson Allen was blushing somewhere. Like his, he was, some of those plays were ridiculous and the refs just kept calling it. But I'm not going to blame the refs. I'm not going to blame Cormac Ryan and his uh, his Oscar-winning performances out there. BC had the chance. They just didn't do it. So now where we're at, and we'll talk to Beak about this when he feels better. I know he's out sick right now. But 2-5 and five in conference. Uh, kiss goodbye, the NCAAs. It's not happening. Another. This is a wasted season. You're wasting. Uh, this is what kills me. They're wasting a year, the year of Quinton Post, who's going to go to the pros. You have one of the best players in the country who you could, you know, hope you would hope would be able to rally yourself to win some big wins. And they're not doing it. They're just not. And I don't know if it's the coaching staff, they're recruiting the, the development. Beak's going to have his thoughts on this, but for me, it was just, it's so painful to watch and so disappointing because unlike other years, the talent scene was, you know, going into the season seemed like it was going to be there. This looked like a year where this program could take a step forward and they're not. They played well in out of conference. You had that St. John's win and now you start the, the conference game and they're all, they look like the same, you know, frumpy Boston college basketball team that doesn't do anything. You know, I look at the coaching staff and, and I'm going to, I'll, I'll get into, you know, Beak got into it more, but the lack of, um, of any uh, urgency at the end of that game was pathetic. They had the ball, you know, they were down only a couple possessions and they didn't go to trap. They didn't go to press. They didn't do anything. They just let UNC run their regular offense and score. It was, it was, that was, malpractice. I don't know what they were thinking there. I'm so frustrated with what happened this weekend because it was again a game that could have changed the direction of this program and they could not get it done. So enough about that. Let's talk about hockey because hockey's <laughs> hockey's less uh, does less to my heart than basketball does. What a weekend for BC hockey. We talked to BC hockey blogger last weekend and if you haven't checked out the episode, please do. If you guys want hockey talk on here, you guys got to start listening to some of the episodes. And he was saying that he was projecting another split because playing at Lawler Arena is a tough place. You know, playing against Merrimack at Lawler Arena is tough, you know, and they're a team that can muck things up. Well, BC went out there and scored, what was it, 12 goals over the last two games and just dominated. 
they just dominated both sides of the ball of, of you know up and down they were playing great Katagatier had another great game on Friday uh eat that Flyers fans and just another dominant two dominant wins when they needed it when you were playing you just needed to you just need to start racking up wins and that's exactly what they did they played great you know there was there were times where they weren't perfect and definitely moving forward there's stuff they need to clean up but this was a, a great weekend for BC hockey and it comes at a perfect time because you know what comes up next weekend it's the battle of comav and not just the battle of comav we've seen the battle of comav you know every year this year it's beast number 1 bu against number 2 bc this is like georgia and alabama in college football the top teams in the country these are the elite teams they're going to battle it out i I have not been the best of watching some of these games live, but you better believe me. I'm going to be watching these two because this is going to be some fantastic hockey. And later this week, we'll have BC hockey blogger on, and he's going to bring on a BU guy to talk about BU hockey. So if you're ready to talk about the battle of calm app, man, you better be ready for that one because they're going to have some fun with that. This is AJ black. I hope you all had a great weekend. We'll be back again tomorrow with more news this week as well. We'll have Beacon. We're going to have Mitch Wolf. I'm probably going to have Mitch on uh, soon after the, the uh, ACC releases the schedule. If you haven't checked that out too, the ACC football is going to be releasing uh, the schedule for next year and they're doing it over three days. So um, great for content, but bad for like putting it all together at once. It's going to be like just pieces here and there. So check that out as well. Make sure you subscribe to Eagle Insider. We have reactions from Beak. Who, man, if you want to get some real heated talk about BC Hawk basketball and what happened on Saturday, Beak's got something up there. You need to subscribe right now. It's a dollar for the first month. Try it out. I think you'll like it. We also have BC Hockey Blogger talking about hockey. They're both up right now. They're both for VIPs. I think you guys will love what they have to say. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. And make sure you subscribe to YouTube wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow Locked On Boston College, your team, every day.